0: All right, hey everyone! Thank you very much for coming across to another episode of my podcast. Um, in today's episode, we are doing healthy relationships. I want to thank everyone who are logged in and so on. We have here Michelle McIntyre um to help us guide us through this whole talk about healthy relationships. So we are live here on Facebook. Um, we are live here on Instagram. We are here on Zoom. Um, so all my people on Instagram, thank you for logging on. Thank you for joining on So i see you. i see you guys. Um, Kishara, thank you for coming on. All right. So guys, thank you very much for coming on to this podcast. You know, I like to keep it concise and precise. So today's session, healthy relationships. Michelle, how are you going? Good, good, good. Nice. So Michelle, can you, can you just you know, introduce yourself? Can you just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell what you do, and and um, you know, just tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, so he's kept he's been calling my name, so it's clear. My name is Michelle McIntyre. Uh-huh. Um, I hold a doctor in clinical pastoral education and psychotherapy. My passion is couples, so I focus more on marriage and couple counseling, and. Um, I've been doing this since what, 2017. So I'm a babe in it.
0: <laughs> right, 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 right. Nice one, nice man, nice, nice. And um, so, um, so let's get ahead of it one time, guys, because um, you know, I just want to make sure we keep the information concise and really precise rather than just go on and on and on. Um, so in. Relation, in healthy relationships, one of the reasons why I choose this topic Um, sometimes as a therapist, psychologist, we deal with relationships and people come to our um, clinic ever so often talking about issues and certain aspects of the relationships and dealing with their mental health too as well. So relationships is a part of healthy mindset, healthy mental health. Um, keeping your health focused and so on so having healthy relationship also helps with your mental health right so mm-hmm. this is this is one of the topics that we're going to be expanding on relationships right so relationships with um, couples, um, families um you know colleagues, work colleagues, friends all that is just a part of relationships. Right. Um, so, Michelle, I, I have just a couple of questions here for you. And uh, the first one is: What does it mean to have a healthy relationship? What does what does that mean to you?
2: Hmm.
1: What it means to me basically is yes. having an interaction with someone where I seek out their best, their their right. welfare. Uh, right. It's not about what I could get out of it, but how can we grow?
0: Okay. So. Just by hearing what you're saying, I'm on my pen and paper. All right, my pen here, so making sure I take my notes. So, what, what, what I'm hearing, Michelle, is that it's more like a selfless something. You're more thinking about the other person. Yeah, now picture it. If you and I, the chance, are in a relationship
1: and I am mm-hmm. concerned about your welfare and you are concerned about my welfare, there is mm-hmm. less likelihood that there will be any antagonism and issues because we're looking out for each other.
2: Right, but when you're in a right, situation
1: right. where you're not looking out for the other person, mm-hmm. you will have challenges. Yeah. Um, if you think of your best friend from, from school or from your community,
0: yeah,
1: that person always had your back, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: Right. And it was always a healthy relationship because you had the person's back as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we yeah, could yeah. take
1: that and move it into to all the other relationship dynamics that we have, we would right. have less angst because then we would, we would be able to understand each other. When you have a focus on team rather than me, yeah. when you have a focus on let's get better together, whether it be an intimate relationship or a,
2: yeah.
1: a platonic relationship where no one desires to win at the expense of the other person, then you'll
0: be mm-hmm. better off. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and that makes sense to you. That makes plenty sense because it's like you're thinking about the other person, so you're not selfish. Right? That's so correct. think So you're thinking about the other person and you're thinking about the well-being of the other person and so on. So, you know, it it, it really sums up a lot of things when it comes to relationship counseling and so on and relationship therapy and even a relationship in our whole so therefore what is love then because we mm-hmm. go to weddings michelle and when we go to weddings and so on we keep hearing people saying oh you must have love into in your in your marriage you must have love in your relationship you must have love this and love that and so on. but so the question you know now is what is love and i had that question for years growing up in a church mm-hmm. growing up in a church I had that question for years. How can two people sit together for 50 years and still be, and still say, boy, I love one another. I I love my wife. I love my husband. And my for 50, 60 years, you know? So what really is love, Michelle?
1: I remember telling my son, love is a principle. Like is a choice. Like is an emotion. I could like it now and I didn't like it in the morning. Okay. Love is a verb. Love is a noun. You had a, for will you had to be doing something for me to, to know that you love me.
2: Okay. You had okay, to be okay,
1: okay. into it. Yeah, you, you had a buying completely. And right. when you love somebody, it have some days when you don't like them.
2: Oh. Right, right, right. Okay.
1: But the okay. principle of love overcomes the emotion of like. So okay. if you love someone. Even if they're getting on your last move, you will take a deep breath. But no. when you like someone, it's easy to pick up your bags and say, "Throw your frame, I go on." You understand where I'm coming from? Because the like principle of
0: love goes. overcomes like that. Way, that way. I know, I know. Let's what you said there. The principle of love overcomes the the of The emotions I of emotion. like. Eh? You know what? Michelle, that, that that's a profound. I want to that, don't you? I feel yeah, I that, the principle of no, love. Shucks, well, I'm telling you the principle of love overcomes, uh-huh. overcome the the emotion, emotion of, like. of like. Um, um Michelle, I feel like that is one of my mantras here. The principle uh-huh. of love overcome the emotion of like. So you could like somebody, pick up on the but when you love somebody you now. You, you're going through why you had to go through. So, yeah. explain
2: this. Um, explain a little.
0: Yeah.
1: So, like, you know, sometimes you, you say something and it, it, it's just recent that you get a aha. Uh, uh-huh. I got an uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, actually yesterday. Well, another aha uh-huh yesterday when okay. I was listening to someone speak and he was talking about love. Yeah. And he said, you know what love is? Love is when the person can't cook, they don't know how to clean, but you accept them for the person who can't cook and can't clean. Because that's who they are. Yeah. You don't want them to be somebody else. You accept them for them. And that's love. Like." Is when okay. I see a potential. Mm. <laughs> I like you enter the potential.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. love
1: is. This is who you are. Right. And love comes with a, a reality check too, eh? Because yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of us okay, okay. like
1: to be with perfect, but we far from perfect. Yeah. Love appreciates that I am imperfect and the person that I have chosen to love
0: mm-hmm. is also
1: imperfect. And wow. as we grow, as we grow in our imperfections, yeah. you will start to, to take your sandpaper and smoothen out my rough edges and I will start to smooth out your rough ed- edges. And before we even know it, the person has evolved into mm-hmm. someone that you can't see yourself living without.
0: And nice, I nice
1: love Bad or good.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So, so it sounds as if, well, it has grown over time.
1: Yeah. remember we change every day? True. The person yeah, I met, change, yeah.
2: Yeah. when I
1: met you in 2009, you weren't the person that is before me now. I'm not right. the person. We have evolved.
2: Yes, and that true, evolution true, true, came
1: true. over time. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: there's yeah, the same yeah. thing
1: with your marriages and your relationships. The people around you evolve. They evolve based upon what they expose themselves to.
0: So right, if you right, expose right, right, yourself
1: right. to self-development, you're going to become mm-hmm. a different man. If I expose myself only to really bad music, mm-hmm. that whole cultural change will change me. You understand where I'm coming from? Right. So we could change for good or for bad. But we always changing.
2: Always we came to a
1: pandemic. Yeah, yeah, we came through a pandemic. Yeah. And the reality is a lot of people taught they knew their spouses until the pandemic.
2: Ooh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, for real, eh? For real.
1: And in the pandemic, you had to stay with our person all day. Now the person they used to pretend to be from seven o'clock in the evening to about four o'clock in the morning, they can't pretend that for twenty-four hours.
0: For twenty-four hours, yeah, 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 makes sense, makes sense, on So the
1: real person show up, and when that real person show up, yeah, you gotta figure out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like this you.
1: person. True, to marry them. Or I love
0: them. <laughs> 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 There's some serious facts there, Some serious facts. Guys, I, and that's I hope you're listening had, to this. That's yeah, why we had so many divorces.
1: Mm-hmm. Because yeah. now, remember, we knew divorces were already one in every two, right?
2: Right. So Yes, yes.
1: If it was one in every two before COVID, you notice that we have less weddings taking place now?
0: I didn't really notice, but.
1: Yeah, we have less no. weddings no. taking yeah.
0: place. Okay.
1: Because COVID would have revealed some stuff. I actually had a client who dated and got married during COVID and now they want to mash up. Wow. Now that wow. freedom is here. <laughs> Don't yeah. Work. Because yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. normal courtship that you would have. They didn't have that in COVID, right? True. Right. And if you are one of those principled couples, you, you wasn't living together. You, yeah. you wasn't doing any of those things. So the exposure that you would have gotten in normal face to face, you didn't get it dating right. in COVID. Right. But you come and you marry somebody in COVID and the real person show up. Not the person no. that was texting you and could erase what they put on and write and yeah, 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 a yeah. better answer.
0: <laughs>
1: the yes, person yes, that's yes, coming yes, and yes, put yes. on a, a little powder and you see, seeing
2: all
0: yes. the pimples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Hmm. Wow. And so, and this is reality, guys. Of You know, relationship dynamics and so on. So I've came across some years ago and studied some things concerning the five love languages and as a foundation for relationship. And so um, what do you think, or one of the foundation rather, what do you think is the five love languages and wh- why is it important? Or if it is from your perspective, important?
1: Now, let's see, uh, Chapman would have identified how people give and receive love, right? But okay. in a marriage, is, is more than giving and receiving love, right? Okay. So for Chapman, he speaks about words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts. Uh, yes. quality time and physical touch. He spoke, yes. he focuses on that. Yes. But then I focus on avoidance. I focus on conflict resolution. Oh, <laughs> I focus on All those things. It's nice right. to have words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, but how you interact with my family. Mm. I need to say about that. I need to talk about how you want to bring, how your father used to treat your mother and bring it to me. What your father and your mother had was one product. And it, uh-huh. it, only them could have that. Because there's okay. no other two people like them. Right. But when you and I come together now, we're creating a new product. But the, the challenge with it is the product coming with all of you and all of me. And all of our parents, what they taught us. But now we had to create yeah, something that fits for Randy and Michelle.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hope so. I mean, a man, a, man, a, man, a man come and say, But that's how I did it with guys growing up. But how are you convincing that man that is how I did it? you know, that is how I, I, I grew up that way. But thing. think, how are you how are you, Michelle, but that that's how you want to convince that man, you know, you know, so you so what you saying, you're using conflict I resolution. To, I don't have to convince him, you know,
1: I just have to ask him who you want to be with your mommy or your woman, true, true, and then tell me what you see when you look at this woman. You see in mommy? What satisfies this woman? Mm. What satisfies you? And that's what we're working on, satisfying each other. And I am certain you don't want to be thinking about your mother and thinking about satisfaction in the same thought.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: So what we generally do, we sit down and we talk about their past, what your past okay. look like. What mm-hmm. about your past you like? So we take all the things from the parents' relationships that they like and we put it on the table. All this stuff from your parents' relationship you didn't like, we take it off the table. And then we look at the two things and then we say, okay, what it is we could build on and what we could get rid of from these two relationships. And that's how you start your relationship.
2: Right, right, because right, when right,
1: it's right. a relationship, you have a book that said this is how you're supposed to behave. You had to just make it up as it goes. But if you have something you could start
0: with in a better place. Just now, Michelle, one of, my, one of my people, let me say they're not hearing us so good in the Instagram. So let me see how I could, guess I could fix that for them in terms of Instagram. Let's okay. know.
2: All right.
0: it's a number volume here. So, it's a number of volume, guys. I don't know if you can hear me. Michelle, you can you hear me? I'm hearing you clearly. All right. So, I guess I can probably speak louder. Take this
2: off. All right.
0: All right. Say something, Michelle.
2: Yes, I was
1: saying that Um. Okay. we have to come to the realization that it's about what we want to build.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So guys, we're talking about uh I asked Michelle a question what is the five love language and how she if she uses it or is it is it is it, is it um necessary we could use the five love language. She said, you know, she she talked about Gary Chapman, the person who wrote about it. Um, but Michelle focuses on conflict resolution and something I said, conflict resolution and I spoke about conflict resolution communication.
1: Uh, the, the family of origin,
2: family what that of, was
1: like, versus the family of creation, what it is you all gonna to create together. Right.
2: Those
0: right,
1: are right. the things we
0: look at. So uh, th- that is very important. Um, because um, when it comes to relationship therapy, you know, I I I realize that five love language is something I just used to as well in my relationship, also in te- in therapy. Um, you know, because. To me, I understand showing love is is important, and sometimes we have to show help our clients understand that love is what you said. What is love? Is more like a selfless something. Something is self. It's something you do, and most of my clients, like ninety eight percent of them, in terms of relationship therapy, doesn't un, don't understand literally what. Um, Love is. love is or what selfless love is and therefore what happens according to what gary chapman said is that when the love tank is empty in terms of the not the not the female or they may not getting that love from their partner then they tend to look elsewhere or they tend to not be interested in the relationship anymore and then what happens after that now is that, that's like a conflict coming in right and um, so, it's is is a lot of dynamics into it, and um, in, when it comes to relationship therapy. So, I like how you said that conflict resolution and going back to the parents, come back down and sort of understand how they had it in their parents. And this is not your mother you're, you're marrying, or this is not your father you're marrying. This is a whole new chapter here of what what's going on, and that is very important, Misha. Very really important. So, I have a next question. When you when you look at relationship therapy, do you see red flags, or do you have in your when you're talking to couples, do you have like red flags?
1: Well, for me, I, I do a pre-assessment even before I see them. They need to complete 150 questions. If you can't complete that, don't bother to come by me. Right. 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 Um, now, what I like to look at is the history of abuse in the families of origin. Oh. The history of um addictions I also do an ACE assessment you know adverse childhood experiences what are some of the things that happened in your childhood because couples don't talk them kind of stuff they only talking I love you you love me oh you're so cute you smell so nice yeah
2: yeah. all right
1: all right we, we get over that right but tell me about your abandonment issues tell me about your daddy issues Tell me about your attachment issues. You get where you're coming from. Tell me about your relationships, why they ended. What happened to you, why you don't trust people? Why it is when you stand in the mirror, you don't see somebody that have any word. Those are the things I want to talk about. And sometimes people could dress nice. They could speak nice. But when you sit with them and you start talking,
2: oh.
1: then you find out. The person has hidden addictions. Pornography is a real thing. Yes. And I, I try to explain to people, hey, when you get hooked on porn, when you come into the bedroom or you go into the bathroom, wherever you decide to have your phone. Right. If it is you decide, I want to replay YC last night or last week. Right. But you won't understand that they take about eight hours. And a hundred shoots to get what you see in for five seconds or five minutes. And you want a normal human being to replicate what yeah. a whole group of people came together. Right, Lighting, write everything to get you. You're about yeah. to set yourself yeah. up and yeah. you, set up your partner. Then the next thing too, with pornography comes masturbation. Right, so, right, right. As a lady, you masturbate and how, how your man going and satisfy you after that? He don't know how you does do what. He don't know how your toy does work. You get where I'm coming from.
2: Right, right, right. And right.
1: you want this poor fella to move at the same speed of a, of a rabbit. How that working out? Huh? How that working out? Yeah. And then, you know, your rabbit only touching certain areas, but then you had to realize that the man want to to play with your breasts, you want to touch your face. You don't want none of that. You just want to explode, right?
2: Right, 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 right.
1: So, you notice I use the, the pornography and the masturbation from the female perspective right? because the conversation has always been a man, always. <laughs> <But>
2: the, reality, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the reality
1: is, there's a new generation. yes We no longer enter to deodorant bottles, we have toys
2: right, right, right right,
1: right,, you yes, so you yeah, have yeah. to be aware of your partner's addictions, your partner's weaknesses, um there's some buzzwords that we're coming up with, everybody now gaslighting, everybody now narcissistic, yeah, they were always gaslighting, and they were always narcissistic. It's just that the movie now come and give it a name. you get where I're coming from,
2: right, 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 but how right.
1: do you? How do you manage that? How do you manage it with your partner? And how do you manage it in yourself? If you are the person manipulating and you are the person gaslighting, that means you have other issues that you need to sit with a professional and work through. We back right. we,
0: separate. separate.
1: Yes. So that's yeah. why I do couples counseling like that. For every session that I have with both of them together, I have a session with them separate. Because couples have a tendency to, sometimes things are happening and you're afraid to say it with your partner. True. I remember what, last year, before, I was talking with this young lady and they were together like five years and he didn't, she didn't know half of who this man really was. Wow. Wow. Sometimes your counselor is a safe space where you could actually express. Mm-hmm. And, and we come now and we, we facilitate the conversation. So I know that there were things he wanted to tell her and there were things she wanted to tell him, but they were afraid. So I just bring it up in conversation. What do you think about so-and-so?
2: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So it's not like she said this or he say that. I just ask a question. And then, when they start a converse, then they start to understand each other. But then, that's where you, Randy, as a counselor, now have to come in and, and manage the conversation. Yeah, Because for I have seen people mash up my office. Ooh. You understand where you're coming from?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Explode.
1: So it, it could go.
0: Right, 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 right. Wow, this is some really, some really precise information, guys. Um... Some really concise stuff here. So, Michelle, thank you very much. I mean, and um, all this, you know, I'm gonna ask you like a specific question. You know, sometimes people are in relationship and they're insecure, insecurities in relationship, trust issues, and once that, those type of, you know, um, those type of issues. But so, how do you now um, start off helping individuals when they have insecurity issues? Well, first of all, I I believe
1: in going back to go forward. Okay. So I always want to know, when it is you realize that you had this issue? Okay. So I first work on fixing you. I can't fix the couple if I don't fix the individuals. Or help Mm -hmm. the individuals get to a place where they're okay with themselves.
2: Right. Some
1: people will Uh, never be happy with themselves but they would be okay with themselves. Okay. And sometimes okay is a good place to be. Um, But you have to understand and appreciate who you are. Understand your giftedness and understand your limitations. We have another thing too, when you come into a relationship and you put your partner on a pedestal. So you put your partner on a pedestal and because you partner on a pedestal, you lower. And you're always trying to be better, to, mm-hmm. to live up to. But in living up to you, never become you. So at some point in time, there's regrets. There is disappointment. And there's this, I will never be good enough. Right. So my hair short, I need longer weave. Longer my weave. hair thin, yeah, I yeah. need more weave. My <laughs> hair bald, I, I need to... To shave off all and yeah. grow my beard. <laughs> I need to do something to compensate. But the reality is this: that what is wrong with you with your thin hair? What is wrong with you with your receding hairline? That is just part of the whole picture. And we have to come to that realize that yeah. realization that, you know, yeah. my partner isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. How can two imperfectly, completely imperfect people come together and enjoy this life? Hmm. There's another thing we have a tendency to do that brings us to a place of insecurity. Expect your partner to do, to satisfy all your needs. Oh, yeah, you see that one day? (laughs) Talk about that one day. That could never happen. (laughs) You put unnecessary stress on a person to be all things to all men.
2: Right. Right.
1: You can't be all things to your partner. So your partner needs his partners. She needs her girls for the girls' night. Your partner needs to have people that he could talk to, that she could talk to, outside of you. But then you have to understand something as well. Every relationship has boundaries. And if the both of you all don't understand your boundaries, you will overstep your partner's boundaries. You will right. overstep your partner's sense of identity and sense of self. You have to understand that from a Christian perspective, two becoming one means that it's still two complete individuals becoming one.
0: Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Michelle, the way you're like is everybody, everybody are issues? <laughs> Everybody has something.
1: Everybody, <laughs> has something, everybody has something, is all according to how you wear your something. If you yeah. wear it as a style and, and get comfortable, well, there's my something, yeah. But tomorrow I'll try to make it a little better, okay. other than there's my something, and I ain't good at it. Right. No, it's how you see you,
0: right? Right, right, right. And I, and I, I like how you see that, you know, and I, I really like how you see that part of it, you know, in terms of um. You know, everybody had a little, had a little something, but it's how you manage that 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 something and to to meet with somebody else. Now, and two people join together in relationship. Um, you know, uh, co-workers, you know, or even family, and 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 then now we got into relationships with like uh, like man and a woman, so on. So everybody had a something, I know, and um, but it's still I, I'm glad that we they, they it have hope that we can always learn. We can always develop and so on. And, uh, and this is what I learned too as well in terms of how two people can stay 10, 15, 20 years together, 50 years together and still say, well, hey, you know what? I love you, you know? Um, so that is really important. So another narrowed down question is how can um, individuals be committed? What, or what does it mean to be committed?
1: Committed means your marriage vows. Committed means your your marriage vows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Mm -hmm. marry someone working somewhere and they get laid off. It's better or worse, right? Mm -hmm. Or isn't that you only marry to them when they have a certain status? As we get older, 40 is the killer number. 40 oh. is the number that says everything goes down. Hey. Your eyesight goes down. Your breast goes down. <laughs> hey. Stuff just starts to go down at 40. Your hey. health goes down. What happens if your healthy man becomes diabetic? What then? What happens if your healthy spouse gets heart disease. What happens then? Mm. What happens if your spouse at 27, 28, you get married young, you get into a car accident? What happens then? That's commitment.
2: Yeah, That's the love.
0: Yes, yes, yes. What is the
1: decision? Do you put someone in a home? Do you find a sugar daddy to to balance the check at the end of the month? What what do you do? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Oh, sugar daddy, yeah? Hmm. And you know, and you, you won't believe that even in the Caribbean, it's have a lot of that going on. Eh? Normal, easy, easy, easy. You know? Commitment. Yeah, but the
1: thing of it is if I'm committed to you,
2: yeah,
1: we only end up with one income. We sit down and we prioritize. Right. We decide... um. We really and truly need cable boy. You get where I'm coming from. No Netflix. <laughs> oh, you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. You decide. Okay. Well, what is your skill, mm-hmm. Randy? You, you could um, you're good with your hands. You're right. unemployed. I go in and tell my friends, my husband, open a small business, support him.
2: Yeah. Right, right yeah? right, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna sounds- sit down and I'm I looking through everything to find a way that you could generate income,
2: mm-hmm. not
1: just be able to generate income, you know. But I okay. want my man to feel like a man,
2: yeah, and the yeah. worst
1: thing that a woman can do is make a man feel like a boy, Woo.
2: yeah, yeah. Man, and the yeah. worst
1: thing a man can do is make a woman feel invisible,
0: invisible. Mm-hmm. So the worst thing a man Maybe. could do is to make your wife or the girlfriend feel invisible, and the worst thing a woman could do is to make the husband or the man, the boyfriend feel,
2: feel
0: like a boy, like a boy. Woo. I feel like right down to him, Michelle. I right now want to. I right now want. So
1: yeah, you see the thing is, you you have to learn your partner, mm-hmm. and I tell couples. Marriage is a university degree and you never graduating. Always learning. You're always learning. Because always. as I said earlier, we're always evolving. So when you figure, yeah, I get to understand him, that was the old him. You and now the, have to oh. learn. Yeah. And, and, and that is what keeps it sweet. When you're paying attention to the little things. When you're doing little things, I encourage my couples develop a love bank. So you have like a, a little container, right? Or a, a board. And if you have a container, you have two containers, you create whatever your partner likes, you make the container look like your partner. If she jazzy, you jazzy it up. Nice. And every day you drop little tokens in it, little words of affirmation. And not the the basic stuff, mm-hmm. things specific to her. Right,
2: right, right. You like
1: where the bowl is. You like the tattoo. You, you get where I'm coming from. Mm. I'm I going to work and all I'm thinking about is that perfume that you wear. Or oh, you see that dance you do last night? Oh, yeah. I'm coming home. I want to see the full version, no longer the trailer. You get where I'm coming from? Come on. These are the things that you're dropping, you're dropping his bucket, ladies. Thank you for just
0: holding me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice man. Some nice, nice yeah. dropping here for you, man. And um with, with that same thought, I you know, encounter a couple that I had also defined to them what infidelity really is. Because it, like it, like for them, for that particular couple, they're blood what infidelity really is. And then I had to sit down to for one, what do you define as infidelity? And then to the other, what do you define as infidelity? And then I tried to explain to them, you know, about the word infidelity. So in terms of physical and emotional, what is your concept of the word infidelity? Well, when we start with infidelity,
1: we, we start with the fact that the relationship that's supposed to be two, Unless you agree to three or four, how much of all in one relationship? Right? Mm -hmm. It's outside of that. Right. And you decide we bring in somebody that we didn't agree to. And we're becoming physical with that person. That's physical infidelity. Once somebody who is not agreed upon by both partners has entered the relationship, that's infidelity. Okay. And then when we talk about physical infidelity, you can't be patting nobody's leg and just saying she was feeling cool. You can't be rubbing nobody's bald head and say, well, I'm a partner. You mm. know it have some people, when you, when you touch the head, there's signal for game on. Mm. You understand? So right. we have to understand the importance of physical space Respect for people's physical space and understanding that once I come close to you, so close that I could make the hair on your hands stand up and we're not in a relationship, you're physically too close and you're playing with fire. You're
0: going to get burned.
1: Now, (laughs) Now... Emotional infidelity is something that we in the Caribbean, we we don't like to accept that at all. But your private business in your relationship is not supposed to be shared with the person in church, the person in the gym, the person you just go kayaking with. No, that's not it. You cannot get up in the morning thinking about this next person and what you're going to share with them. All the emotions that you should be sharing with your partner, you're sharing yeah. with this person. That is emotional infidelity. And the challenge with emotional infidelity is once a day, mm-hmm. you don't ever leave. Mm. It's in your mind.
2: Yeah.
1: We could have sex with somebody and go. And you could get over physical. that.
2: On a physical level, yeah. yeah.
1: But when you connect them emotions,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that is when it's difficult. Yeah, that's stronger. It's a stronger t- the t- bond. T- is strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I had clients like that too as well, and that why it was tough because they don't already zone out from this partner. And that's done correct. Else. yes, yeah, yeah. And the therapy was like a it was tough in the, in the session because. And then when it when it narrowed down as to what's going on is because the person had someone else and you know so it's, it's, and they wanted to be that person, but they just come here in the, in this session yeah. just to see what yeah. could happen, you know. So it was, it was like tough that that emotional one. Yeah, yeah, it's a really a tough one. So you know, so it 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 really is something that we should set boundaries for to to watch mm-hmm. out for. And so especially you see that. It goes back to, you to me the concept of love eh? and the selflessness that, and, the, and the word commitment that you tell in your mindset that hey, listen, I committed to this particular partner. From the time there's no commitment there, where there's no normal relationship and so there's no commitment there, then, you know, your mind could go anywhere, however, whenever, however, and then you know, when things sour any relationship, you know, they come to therapy and so on, there is with no commitment, you know? Um so in, in terms of commitment, you must have listening. You must have you must listen to your partner, you must want to communicate. But so from your concept, right? How we can develop listening skills or communication, listening or communication in relationship, how can we develop that? Or is it what's your steps then we can take to reach that point? Well, first of all, you need to understand
1: that you listen to understand,
0: mm-hmm. not to
1: answer. Many of us listen to
0: answer. You listen to understand. You listen to understand. Not, yeah, to, Michelle, answer. Not to answer. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah right. because sometimes while you speak in, your partner read, already have the answer, but you didn't finish the sentence. I mean, they didn't hear the end of the sentence. That, that means that they didn't see your body language. Mm. They didn't feel what was actually being communicated. They right. heard some words and it triggered something that somebody else told them. You didn't even have anything to do with it. But they didn't get to answer the person who was there before you. But they're answering you based upon the past. You get where I'm coming from. So yes. when you are listening to someone, you're you listening to understand what it is they're trying to share with you you also want to be able to reflect what the person said to you because sometimes what we hear is not necessarily what was said and that happens because we already have our past experiences in the back of our mind no matter how much you feel you heal there are things that in your mind are not gonna come out so when someone says something to you you need to say so so, Randy, when you said, um, Michelle, I didn't like how it is going, exactly what it is you didn't like, help me understand mm. so that we could work this out together. Yeah? Versus, Michelle, I not like how it is going. Well, if you didn't like it,
0: sit so by it. <laughs> 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 so, like, Kachinadian. So, like, <you're> from Chilinadian. <laughs> yes, you're yes, yes. yes yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, go back, yeah, yeah. back where yeah, you yeah, get this. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: we, yeah. could be that, we could be that way. Yeah, 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 or yeah. we can choose. I don't think I understand any. And I want to understand so we could have an adult conversation. Huh? We can have a conversation away from the feelings. Because right now I feel a certain way. And I don't want to feel this way. So help me. Not to feel this way.
2: Right. You yes. understand
1: what I was saying to you as well? Even yes. in how I am expressing how I'm communicating with you. I have not said, you know, you're always making me feel this way. You just get on like if and you and you and you and you and you slow down and start expressing how you feel. I feel this way. This is what I am hearing.
2: Right.
1: I don't want to misspeak. Or misunderstand. So help me to understand.
2: Right, yes. So then
1: it's not about an accusatory approach, but more of expressing how you feel. And if you slow down and express how you feel for a minute, just slow down and express how you feel. Sometimes when you start talking, you realize you just write a whole story on a footstep step on a whiteboard.
0: For sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And all it is is a full stuff on a whiteboard, but your past, your hurts, the exposure, the the kind of friends you carry that would sit down and talk a kind of a way that puts stuff in your head that's not real. Yes. So when you listen, listen to the person, listen for what they're saying and not for what was said before in another instance, even with that same person. Listen for what they're saying in that moment. Okay. And
2: oh, yeah, be yeah. slow
1: to answer. Think before you speak. Many of us respond in emotion or react in True. emotion. True. Then True. we should respond with intellect. And that's why you have so much chaos. Uh-huh. Because sometimes when I... What I hate is when a client comes to you because of a situation. They come in because he do this. Okay. Or she did this.
2: Yeah.
1: It has to be something that happened before the action. What brought the person to that action? And you don't know because you're in the emotion. Sometimes you need to take a minute. Walk away and come back. What is your safe word? The same way you have a word for when you're ready. Baby, let's get it on. Whatever is your word. You have a word for that. You need to have a word for when it gets in too hot. Uh, let's slow down a minute. Let's work this out.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. all those
1: are things that you need to do to comely. keep the peace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you don't have to be right. Is being right more important than being together?
2: Yeah, yeah Many yeah. people like
1: to be right. I want to get a prize. There's my prize for being right today. And you're living home alone because you're right all by
0: yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. That is so true. Eh? That is so true. That is so true. So, Michelle... Just to wrap things up, right in terms of couples therapy, right? So people come to your office, people come to you online and so on. From your perspective, why couples therapy? Why therapy for couples? Is that necessary? Can we just do it on, on our own? Why what is couples therapy on and why couples therapy? or relationship therapy then? Why relationship
1: therapy? Because many times when people come to me, it is because they have found a stalemate. Okay. And they need a third party to, to help them through. Okay. So your couple's therapy could be for that stalemate. It um, could be for a preparation for engagement, a preparation for marriage, a preparation for changing stages yes. in your relationship. Choo, 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 because choo. who you are at in your 20s is not who you are in your 40s. And definitely who you, who you are in your 60s is different. So yes. that's what the therapy is for, to help you navigate the changes. It is also to help you check the health of the relationship. Sometimes you find yourself there. You're not doing so. You're not doing so. You're just same thing every day. Vanilla ice cream every day. You need something to change. Uh, sometimes it's for skills development to help you improve in your weak areas, and it's also for development of the individual. And sometimes you have tough decisions to make. Okay. So
0: okay. I facilitate the
1: conversation.
0: So therefore, couples therapy don't mean necessarily mean that you have to have problems to come to couples therapy. You just sometimes you want to just um, smooth out just from some rough edges. Or yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. So been important, you know, because to me, I from, from my experience, couples come to my office basically when they reach dire, when things are sh- so strained right? You know, and I'm like, okay, you know, so and I was always asking, so why you didn't come to therapy years ago? Before. Yeah, years ago when when you know things was going a certain way. You know, um, but that is very important. Um, So thank you very much, Michelle. Michelle, tell the audience out there how they can find you, how they can find your office, what is your contact, where they can get in touch with you if they have issues in their relationships and so on, how they can get in contact with your office.
1: Okay, you can feel free to uh, check out our website, Adama Connections Limited. We are on Instagram as Adama Connections. And uh, if you are, well, around the world, WhatsApp is international. You can get us 1 469 9983. So you could check us online. You could check the Instagram, see what we're up to. And right. uh, you can check us on Facebook as well Adama Connections Family Life. Okay. Just type in Adama Connections, you'll get me.
0: Right. Nice, nice 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 do you have any uh, upcoming projects uh, upcoming stuff do you have anything before the up, before the year up and so on in a year something has always happened do you have anything definitely, any definitely. so at the, we'll be
1: going back for the, the couple's uh, scavenger hunt in November on the 20th of November 20th that's what November. we'll be up to Um, at the end of the year we're going to give you all a rest but in the beginning of the year we'll be doing a security training for couples. Uh, okay. February, we, we do the couples challenge, so that it ends on the 14th of February. So we see how you behave with each other for 40 days. And then okay. after that, in March, we are going to do the couples retreat. Couples retreat, We'll be nice. we bringing in a, a tantric masseuse to teach you how to touch your partner the right way.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I know you was explaining the security part of the, the, the project that's coming up, and I was so um, knowledgeable of it. Can you just explain to the audience outside, what is the security project that you have coming up for couples?
1: Okay, so sometimes you go out on a date or you're just walking and someone who doesn't have any good intent may attack you. The training is basically to help you and your partner Prepare yourselves for that. Prepare the language that you will be use so that in that instant, instead of being fearful, you have already prepared yourself. You already know if your wife says that hat not looking good, it means something other than that hat not looking good. And you know how to behave. You know, around the world, we, we see people giving signs where, you know, they put in the, the palm of their hand, um, I'm being abducted. All those things are things that you and your partner can develop so that in the case of something happening, you know how to move, how to respond. So that's basically what the security program will be about for couples.
0: Okay. Okay. So thank you very much, um, Michelle, for just sharing your knowledge, sharing information and so on. Um, Hopefully sometime by next year, I'm going to have another podcast with you. We want to expand on some of the topics we talk about here and so on. So, guys. Um, Michelle just gave you her connection, Adama a connections, so or Instagram page, website, Facebook page, contact information. Contact her um, if you have any issues in relationship therapy, relationships and so on, um, marriage, um, couples, um, family as well. So she has a, a lot of knowledge and skills in trying to help and navigate that those issues. So, guys, for, um, you don't know how to contact me, guys, if you want to reach out to me, Self-Health Mastery Project, um, mental health clinic, we deal with um anxiety, all the mental issues and so on, and even relationship therapy too as well. So you know how to contact me, my website, self uh, project.com, Instagram page, Facebook page, YouTube page, guys, all over, we all over, we all over. Just contact me, you know, and you know how to get on to me as as well. So, guys, thank you very much for coming across um so our next podcast is going to be hopefully next week and so on so guys just stay tuned we have tons of content coming out for you guys so i'm glad that you were here all those on my instagram page thank you for sharing i know you wasn't here so good so i'll just fix that fix that for you guys so thank you for coming across you heard adana adama connections michelle so you look at you can follow her on on instagram all right. Um, I will I I'll try to see if I could share her link too as well. So you can follow her and, and so on. So guys, thank you very much. All those who are on Facebook, thank you very much. We're gonna sign off now and you'll tune in again by God's grace next week. All right, guys, thank you.